Dente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. These stand for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight we have, for Icker Fall, My Life by J.G. Norrington. So, uh, My Life by J.G. Norrington is by Illichev, at least according to a bunch of comments that they made in the comment section of the submitted section of the Icker Falls website, which is where you can find the story. I'm not going to lie. You would like to... When I first read the title, I was like, hey, they actually credited the author in this story. <laughs> but no, the story, which is credited in the comments and not the actual, like, mm-hmm. where it would be credited, is about a story where we get a title and the cre- and credits to the story. Yeah, I thought for once it's like, oh, they listen to us and they're going to start crediting people in the title for some reason, but that's fine. Oh, <laughs> yes, <mind. laughs> in 2008, they're like, back in 2008, they're going to, uh, they listened to us. This is Edgar Falls we're talking about. That's not, True. that's surprisingly <laughs> plausible. <laughs> yeah, that, that is very possible, I suppose. Um, But uh, yeah, uh, so yeah, you can check out My Life by J.G. Norrington on the Icker Falls website under the submitted section. It's basically like the last one there. Uh, guys, I think we, I think this might be it. <laughs> this will be the I last don't, Icker Fall. I, the only, I, I think this will, this, this will be the, uh, the last Icker Fall unless somebody starts producing more stories about Icker Falls. Chris Straub. <laughs> internet. Get on yeah. it, internet. <laughs> get it, get on it, Chris Straub and the internet. <laughs> Uh, Chris Straub on the internet sounds like a like a weird like ska band. It it kind of does, yeah. <laughs> which goes well with like you know his his web comic called Chainsaw Suit, which also sounds like a ska band. <laughs> Most things do. Yep. Most things sound like a high school ska band. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So, um, before we dive too far into this, let's give our initial run or our, our initial recommendations or non-recommendations i will go first i'm gonna recommend this one i am not going to recommend this one all right once again i'm going to partially recommend this one (laughs) (laughs) to be fair mine was was going to be a partial i was like no fuck that (laughs) i'm gonna be decisive god damn it (laughs) (laughs) i'm not (laughs) yeah that's fair you could be (laughs) Mm wishy-washy next recording starts (laughs) You guys do your names, and then I and I'm wishy washy. <laughs> yeah, this is, introdu- introducing the wishy washy. I need to know name. <laughs> <laughs> you just go into your Twitter page, that, like everything, like you're so wishy washy. You're just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, it's just like a non-colored version of your character, like Gamer in Yellow. Like so it's just like a white char- version of your character. Yeah. On a on a picket fence just just hanging on a picket fence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just chilling. I'm like sort uh, of ninja but sort of a pirate as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh nice. Yeah. 
Yeah, you you, you under you can see, you can see the the bandana underneath the uh, the hood. Yeah, totally. Yep. Anyway, story, though we should probably continue. <laughs> yeah, back to the story at hand. So yeah, that, those are our recommendations. So do with that what you will, or continue listening to hear why we gave those recommendations. Uh, and let's start with the rundown. So Tyler Newman, son of Gloin. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, Tyler Newman, son of Jeffrey Newman of the New Elysium Group, gets a job transferring the uh, card catalog system of the Icker Falls Library to a computer database in 1987. Um, He gets the job mostly as a way to escape the muggy heat outside and everywhere else in the falls. Because, you see, the library was built into one of the hills, and part of an old mine. So it's literally one of the coolest places in Icker Falls. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, as a result of its design and location, the ground floor is actually the third floor with the oldest books down in the deep, dark recesses below. Um, it is here where Tyler, after finishing transfer of the books above for about a month or so, uh, equipped with a flashlight, his laptop, and headphones blasting the tunes of Electric Light Orchestra, descends to complete his job. Uh, it's down in the dungeon-esque sublevels of the library that he encounters some strange occurrences. Uh, the oddest of which is a card catalog or is a catalog card that keeps returning slash recurring as he tries to transfer cards to the system. Um, for a book called My Life by J.G. Norrington, Autobiography. Eventually driven to seek out the book itself by the insistent catalog card, while also feeling haunted by some shadow off in the darkness, he finally does find the book, but then that same shadow descends upon him as ELO plays. Uh, We then cut away to a newspaper clipping about the disappearance of Tyler about a week earlier and about a new investigator that has come to town who is hopeful about solving the case and dedicating his life to um, to Tyler. That that investigator being John G. Norrington. Dun, dun, dun. Finn. So uh, next up, we shall move on to. Everyone tolerates the grammar inquisitions at this point. Um, I've got a couple, despite my, my positive recommendation, I do have a fair amount that kind of pissed me off. <laughs> um, going to start with this one here. Uh, I was hired to do the dully repetitive job of transforming the card catalog into a computer database. Another cog in new Elysium's convoluted plot to revitalize the town. So, in this instance, I think it should be just dull, repetitive job, not dully, repetitive job. Mostly because dully isn't really much of a word <laughs> for that, but I suppose that's true. Dully is a word, though. It is, but it it doesn't really fit the like. I was hired to do the does. dully, uh, the it, like it, the dull, repetitive job. It works for me, but like when I read like. I was hired to do the dully repetitive job. It just sounds weird. Basically, what he's doing is he's doing a dull repetitive job dully. Because dully is like a manner in which lacks of interest or excitement. So he is dully towards the dull job. 
Yeah, then I don't know. Like, it, but it doesn't. The way it's in the the sentence, it doesn't fit to me. Like, oh, I'm agreeing with you. But I'm okay, just saying it's a word. <laughs> yeah, no, okay, it, uh, yeah, Dolly is a word, but like, job. He's just kind of doing it to get out of the heat. Yeah, but it should be dull, <laughs> or like maybe train change the sentence so that it's like, I was working this repetitive job in a dully fashion. <laughs> maybe I don't know. Um, doing this dull, dully job, or yes. dullily doing this dull job. Yeah, <laughs> for Max confusion. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna start with this. This is this is the uh, the quote. Um, no one bothered me because few people could muster the tenacity to work their way out here, and those that did avoid the and those that did avoided the card catalog like the plague directing their inquiries to Pensworth instead. So first off, there needs to be a comma uh, in there. So it's like, and those that did, comma, avoided the card catalog like the plague. Oh, at that spot where you read it as if there was a comma? And I assume there already was? Gotcha. Yeah. Um, That's actually not my... I I just caught that now uh, (laughs) um, for my notes. But uh, my actual grammar inquisition here is... uh, So it's interesting that because the word catalog... In this sentence specifically, and in a couple of other ones early, earlier, it uses the English version, like the British version of catalog with a a, a, a U-E at the end of catalog. Mm-hmm. But the story is, and I assume the person, is someone from Micker Falls, so presumably American... So it should be the it should be using the American word of catalog, which is doesn't have the UE at the end. It's just C A T A L O G. However, moving on from this this paragraph or this sentence and going to the net like a few down the way, we get this um, uh, arduous because the books kept on the first floor were the oldest, and with old books come old tattered and sloppy catalog cards. In this instance, and most of the times after this, they are using the American version of catalog. Oh, whoops. <laughs> so, yeah, the story uses both versions of English uh, for, like, the catalog word. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was going to counteract you, but I can't anymore, so that's fine. Yeah. You countered my counter. And in that last quote, I put a comma after arduous. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Arduous, comma, because the book the books kept on the first floor. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I can see that. Um. So the next thing I have, this story was going so well with maintaining tense, but then <laughs> here he goes. But then, about halfway through the story, we get this. Um, not just that, but. As I look at it closely, it looks like more than just a copy. It looks identical to the other two cards. Same creases, same strong and steady handwriting. So it's supposed to be, but as I looked at it closely, um, and then uh, furthermore, it looked identical to the other two cards. Or it looked like more than just a copy. (laughs) Yes. Uh, and then it keeps going uh, with this quote. Um, I reach over to where I had set down the second card, but feel only empty desk. 
It should be I reached over to where I had set down the second card, but I but felt only empty desk. Shouldn't it be or an only empty, empty desk? desk? Hmm? Shouldn't it be um, an empty desk? I mean, it's like, but he felt only empty desk. Like, yeah. there's only empty desk there. Yeah. Yes, yes, like yes. in that space that he's like feeling. Yeah. Yes. Um. So yeah, reached and felt. <laughs> Next one. Uh, panicking, I rummage through the trash can, but find no crumpled card. So it should be I rummaged through the trash can. Can I make found, a suggestion? But found no crumpled card. Yes. Can I please make a suggestion? Sure. That you get your own special segment called tense time or something like that <laughs> or tense talk <laughs> tense talk yeah what, what could oh no what could my tense talk yeah <laughs> okay yeah yeah i love it i love it next okay, go, cool. go going, moving forward moving forward yeah well uh cultist gets his te- his tense talk <laughs> all right i love it i love it so uh yeah welcome to my tense talk um <laughs> next next one please um uh, the stack of cards I had on the table sail onto the ground, and one by one I see them show the same word or same words. So it should be the stacks or the stack of cards I had on the table sailed onto the ground, and one by one I saw them show the same words. The next one here um, I swing my flashlight onto the floor where the cards had fallen and see only one lying where there should be a dozen. So it should be, I swung my flashlight onto the floor where the cards had fallen and saw only one lying where there should be dozens. Before you continue. Or should be a dozen, yeah. Uh, with the previous one, I also had that one. Another suggestion yep. I had with the, the cards going off one at a time was the stack of cards I had on the table begun to sail onto the ground mm, because it yes. doesn't really mention them starting to move just that they're moving now yeah it's like i had on the table sailed onto i mean like again like it's one of those it's like empty it's like uh like where empty empty desk ought be or it's like the 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 stack of cards i had on the table sailed off the uh, onto the ground like off the table like, yeah they, like they just sailed like as in like they were just like, got flung off the table like that's mm. that's what it's trying to imply there but kind of feel like it also needs a comma after ground so like they sailed onto the yeah. ground and and one and then get rid of the, and, also, and then that would also replace the and there too because like sailed onto the ground comma one by one i saw i saw them show the same words yeah and because you're limiting the words in there, it's kind of making it more slightly more like to the point, like focused on the fact that they're all showing the same words because there's less words before it. Yeah, a bit more streamlined. Yeah. Um, and then my last one. <laughs> uh, I pick up the card, shutting my eyes, pulling myself together. Should be I picked up the card, <laughs> shutting my eyes, pulling myself together. Thank you. This has been my tense talk. <laughs> As I walk off stage. <laughs> and then come back on because you're still here. Still yeah. stuff to say. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my tense talk. Uh, and that was my grammar inquisition. Mikey, the E stands for evil. Oh, it was Europe all next. tense? <laughs> yep. Okay. I was, I was really, like, I was, like, I was actually rather disappointed by, at this point, like, by the stories grammar-wise. Because it was like, the story had been doing so well. And then it just started falling apart at the end. <laughs> with the with the grammar but i digress 
Mikey D stands for evil. You're next. So the one I got here. Uh, electricity had not yet reached its slithering tendrils into this portion of the building, though it was sparsely lit by incredibly oil lanterns placed at random throughout the echoing chamber. Uh, so I put a comma at the end of random. Yeah, that does need something now that you read it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fair. And then I have an it story. All right. And now an it story with Mikey. The E stands for evil. Take it away. It wasn't because I was strapped for cash. My parents were one of the prime investors in developing Icker Falls, and they were always willing to help me fund the local economy. It was because I needed to get out of the house away from the oppressively humid fog that circled our aging property. It was at this point that I stumbled upon a rather unremarkable card which read, My Life by J.G. Norrington, Autobiography. It was a subtle shift in the dull and near-inky blackness which surrounded me, so insignificant that I barely paid it any attention. It screeched across the marble floor, echoing dully throughout the chamber. It was dense, far denser than it looked. Finn. <laughs> okay. So, like, the weirdness wow. is the fact that there's this card that's, like, like sliding across the floor and it's the cart itself is like super heavy and dense like a neutron star yeah <laughs> kind of ink did he use on this what the hell ah black hole ink yes <laughs> not that indian ink crap or not that indian black ink crap it's no it's the ink from a black hole mm. for the most black mm-hmm <laughs> It changes it up a little bit. Just a little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. And for those unaware, Mikey does these strings of sentences to highlight all the sentences in a story that start with words that they probably shouldn't. Like, it's ands or buts, because there's always better words. Indeed. Uh, and then I suppose that's up to Gamer now. I suppose it is. <clears throat> I got a job at... Well, actually, this first thing is literally... Is it the entire first paragraph? Okay, so yeah. I'm, I'm just going to summarize it to the entire first paragraph mm-hmm. is two sentences yep. and the entirety oh of the God. first sentence is I got a job at the public library this summer. That's and the then it's just the four rest li- of it is all one <laughs> sentence. Like if you if you combine the the last line and the and the the part of the the first line that isn't the first sentence it makes up three lines of 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 sentence. Yes. So it's a little much. A little bit. Yep. So I chopped it up a little bit to, um, I got a job at the public library this summer, comma, but it wasn't uh, because I was strapped for cash, period. My parents were one of the prime investors in developing Anchor Falls, and they were always willing to help me, quote unquote, fund the local economy, period. The main reason I wanted to get the job, though, comma, was because I needed to get out of the house, comma, away from the oppressively humid fog that circled our aging property. 
Yep. Gives you a little bit of time to breathe and flows a little bit better. Not that there wasn't lack mm-hmm. of punctuation in the run on. No, there's there's tons of punctuation. It's just wow. Doesn't stop. <laughs> yeah. I guess it like half stops with the semicolon and stuff, but because semicolon's like combining two sentences technically, right? Yeah. I just I just hate the use of semicolons because I partially because I don't know when's the right time to use them. So every time I see them, I'm just like, there's gotta be a better way. <laughs> Fair. In my way, maybe wrong, and maybe semicolons are awesome, and I should actually learn wh- how the hell you're supposed to use them because maybe I'll love them, but for now I don't. So moving on. Mm. Uh, most of my days were involved. Nothing more. Most of my days involved nothing more than setting up my laptop in front of the teetering card catalog, cranking up the ELO, ELO, and getting to work. So I didn't. Yeah. At first, I didn't know what ELO meant. So I googled it and my findings were kind of inconclusive. It ranged from a system to rate the skill of chess players to elephant dung. No, it's it's electric light orchestra. I got there by the end, but (laughs) before I got there, I'm like, I suppose he could mean he's cranking up his own skills to get things done faster, (laughs) or maybe he's cranking up the speed to do it faster but more shittily, hence the elephant dung. (laughs) <laughs> maybe yeah but then later on yeah he says cranks up the volume on his headphones so yeah I, I was under the impression that he was quietly working like without music or anything this entire time just chugging away at it which is funny because later on in the story like he's inserting lyrics from electric light orchestra yeah imagine as, how like, i felt drinks- <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh no <laughs> yeah I, I have a feeling like we're gonna have a very we're gonna have uh, alternative uh, views on that situation. We may. <laughs> as a result, we may. But I shall move on. I happily entered the information into my database and placed the card in my "quote unquote" complete pile. Was it then that I first noticed something moving in the distant periphery of my eye? Question mark? I'm wrong. Why? <laughs> I, I don't yeah. know why that's questioned. I I think it's like he's like for some reason in that moment he's questioning like did he see that thing there or was that the first time he's seen that dark shadow behind the dark like in front of the darkness like well, but it is kind time. of weird yeah, the way it's written. It's the first time he's noticing it. Yeah. No. It is. It is yeah. weird. I will give you that. Yeah, but my, my question was, why are you asking the reader? That too. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You're supposed to tell me. <laughs> it, it could also be like, it was then that I noticed something move. Yeah, honestly, I I, I think when I first re- came across it, I thought that I, like it was missing like something. Or just then <laughs> but... I noticed something moving, you know? Yeah. And then uh, this part here. Actually, wait, hang on. Sorry, I just I, I format my notes very specifically so I know what is quote and what isn't. And I didn't do that gotcha. here, so I was confused, but I got it now. So I took the card and threw it, crumpled into the trash can next to me. As they sat and sang, Oud Long Sing by the Light of the Moon. Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's the lyrics yes. playing as he's yeah, and previous yeah. to that, I saw that there was lyrics and they were, you guessed it, italicized, and I love that. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, in no this sarcasm, case, it, yeah. but yeah, um, this part here, 
in italics, but I didn't notice it. And the words that it was saying, it sounded like it was actually following up what was being said. Like he was saying, like, yeah. I threw it into the crash or, or sorry, I threw it into the trash as they sat and sang something like what? What are you talking about? Oh, it's lyrics. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to wonder, like, maybe if because like, I, I was like, how could you differentiate that without like, like, like subtle, subtly enough? So you're not doing like in brackets or like even in quotes. Because if you do it in quotes, it sounds like he's talking. If you do it in brackets, it sounds it kind of comes. It, it almost like differentiates it away from the story too much. Well, here's how you but do it. The okay. Well, at least one way I'm 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 considering it. If he is possibly audibly actually singing these words as he's working, then you just put them in quotes. But he's not. How do you? Know? He's listening to it on blast because he's listening to it on blast. That's already been established. It's it like it is being spoken. Their lungs out while music's on blast yeah. in their ears. Not when you're in a library. <laughs> in the basement where no one. Goes not when you're in a library. Shh. Shh. <laughs> hey man, I don't want to. I don't want to invoke the wrath of uh, Mr. Pensworth. Oh yeah, I suppose. Yeah, honestly, I just I, I I do it in quotes, but also do it in italics. So then it's separated, but it's still italic. So you know it's not mm-hmm. normal. Yeah, like not okay. Just normally saying it. Yeah. Or if there was a damn key without using alt codes to put in like the little like um, musical number, not number, musical. Song. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like like a, a, basically like a a wing ding. To, uh, that that's that's that symbol. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could do it with old codes. It's just I haven't done old codes in ever in forever. Another thing I was like thinking about it's like well it's like because underlining wouldn't really work either. But if you did if you wanted to absolutely get away from the italicized, I, I wonder if bold like bolding those sentences would would come out would make it better because it would because they're being because the song is on blast in the guy's ears. That's true. So bolding it would be subtle enough that like it's it's catching your eye but it's not like distracting you or not separating you from the story yeah yeah that might this is just like our anti-italicize campaign yeah (laughs) this is just our anti-italian campaign wait no 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 that's (laughs) next week's recording Ooh. Oh right, you're not. Guess, you're not that, I, I, guess, I guess I'm not invited to that one. Shit. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. We are joking. Uh, yes. Not that dis- we have to full say disclosure, that obviously, but <laughs> yeah, you never know. yeah. But yeah, that is the end of my grammar in yellow. All right. Uh, then I suppose we move on to actual thoughts. Uh, I'm going to start with this very long quote here. The library is one of the only eternally cool buildings in town due to being constructed into the side of a hill, a network of sloping subterranean chambers spiraling deeply into the earth so that the entrance was actually the third floor while the older books were down on the first. The story goes that the building was put here when a potential iron mine would not yield its expected fruit and the furious landowners gave up the land for public use. That was close to 200 years ago. So I love the idea that they built the library in Icker Falls out of part of the old mines, because nothing terrible will ever happen because of that. 
No, why would there? <laughs> it's like building a fucking Walmart in the mines of, like, on on the entrance to the mines of Moria. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. Um. Also, I had to actually do some some math. Like, I had to check the math on this, and yeah. It's likely that this would have been close to about 200 years ago when this was set up because based on the dates that are provided both in this story at like 1987 and when the town was founded, according to the visitor section, uh, the visitor uh, visitor center section of Vicar Falls website, which has the uh, the town's founding uh, as of uh, 1804. So. Yeah, close to 200 years ago. Mm-hmm. And and the town, like even like for, uh, even in its early stage, like between eighteen hundred the eighteen hundred and eighteen fifty, the town w- uh, the town's chief uh, exports were iron, coal, and salt. And fruit. So course. there were my what and fruit, of course. Well, uh, <laughs> fuck your literalism. <laughs> it said expected fruit because it's like the the fruits of their labor. You asshole! Oh shit, you idiot! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> I will walk over to your house and beat you, sir. You can't. There's <laughs> piles of dirt at the end of my driveway. You cannot get to me. Damn it. <laughs> uh but yeah, so yeah, this um it, it's it's very possible that like yeah, like th- th- this is actually relative I was I was concerned was like 200 years ago. That's a pretty long time for a building. It's like, wait, this is America. Hang on. Let me and also this is Icarus. Let's take a look at Icarus Falls when it was founded. All right, 1804 and they they were supporting they were uh uh, exporting my, uh, iron and and coal and some of that at the time. So yeah, I guess that it could have been a mine. All right, <laughs> checks out. <laughs> but uh, moving moving on <laughs> to my next thing here. Uh, this is actually a quote that I think my, uh, Mikey uh, brought up earlier in his grammar position. Um, Electricity had not yet reached its slithering tendrils into this portion of the building, so it was sparsely lit by incredibly oil lanterns placed at random throughout the echoing chamber. Ah, nice to see that Icker Falls, the, the Icker Falls library has a darkest dungeon. Uh, Tomb of Horrors, perhaps? <laughs> like, goddamn. <laughs> a little bit. I was going to say, I like the, um, uh, what's the word for it? The, the flair of dis- describing electricity being sent through a building as like, what is it, like tentacles or something like that? Yeah, slithering tendrils, yeah. and like that's that's one hundred percent true because it is like kind of like all the wiring and stuff like that, and like the electricity like flows through those wires like tendrils. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I love that. I love the the details that are put into the story for that. Uh, and then the next thing here, uh, on the first day that I was supposed to head down, Mister Pensworth simply handed me a flashlight and hoarsely said, "Best of luck." After which he withdrew to the main desk. Good luck, <laughs> or or even better yet, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. It's just, now I just see P- Mr. Pensworth as that old man in the cave in, in the Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm, totally, he's like holding the flashlight like above his head as he picks it yep. up. He being Tyler, I didn't sp- specify that. Yep. Um, and then the next thing here, uh. Again, I'm just I'm just gushing over the 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 basement of this place and how it's described and stuff. Um, titles written in strange, unrecognizable tongues, cards wholly and partially drenched in water, or worse, 
their true content forever diffused. Titles so bizarre that I had to consider them misprints. I grew increasingly more agitated as each day went by, sometimes skipping large stacks of cards just just to get to something that I could read. You know, most creepy libraries, like, you know, the Miskatonic University's library, have a rare book room. It's nice to see that Icker Falls is stepping it up with an eldritch bookseller. (laughs) Yeah, an entire level, not just a room. Yeah. (laughs) Or eldritch book basement. (laughs) Well, it's the first floor, technically, so it's eldritch book floor. It's just the the entire first floor to our... Our library is specifically for shit you should not be reading at all. <laughs> an elder, an eldritch book suite, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, or an eldritch book. And as we find out later, with like with the actual, because some of the uh, like, there's something down there, an eldritch book boss level, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so that I just I love the the description of like this this like dungeon esque library basement. <laughs> Uh, And then we get this part here. Um, It was at this point that I stumbled upon a rather unremarkable card, which read My Life by J.G. Norrington, autobiography. Title drop, literally. (laughs) Yep. Um, So I was just thinking, this is completely unrelated, and I'm going to let you finish. But in regards to basements, in America, isn't the first floor technically underground? Isn't that how they do it? I don't. I thought they do it different well, than how we do up here in Canada, like where the ground floor is not the first yeah, floor. Like, it's actually because, like, well, actually, I think huh. I'm thinking in regards to a part like uh, skyscrapers and stuff because they're we do ground floor and then first floor, second floor, blah blah blah, right? Or is first yeah. floor and ground floor the yeah. same thing? I don't remember. Uh, yeah. First floor and ground floor are usually the same. Yeah, and then there's usually like basement sub level or basement level, like yeah. B one, B two. So, Theoretically, this should be first floor and then two basements because yeah, it's like underground. The, well, the ground level should be like the first floor, and then B one would be the first basement, and then B two would be the second. The, the second yeah, because they're all technically yeah. sort of underground, or because they're all below <laughs> the main floor. Yeah, because we've had one basement. Yes. What about second basement? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay. Title drops where you Yeah, that's fine. Uh, it was about the yeah, title drop thing, and then we get like so to counteract the title drop stuff. Uh, I happily entered the information into my database and placed the card into the complete pile. And credits. Nothing else weird happens. We're done. <laughs> like, no. Unfortunately, it keeps going. <laughs> um, I mean, not unfortunately. It just like. Yeah. Mister, I recommend this story. Unfortunately, it keeps going. I know. I'd like to pre. I'd like to preface this. I do like this story. Okay. I just, I could like things and also make fun of it. Also, I found the thing I was looking up with the with the floors. <laughs> I was googling it. Um, Canada and the U.S. The floor of the building at the level of the street is the first floor. In Britain, the first floor is the first one above the ground floor. So they do ground and then first. That's where I got it from. Probably from watching like Britcoms constantly. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Please continue. Now I got that out of my mind. Okay. Um. So uh, my last quote here is, uh, 
Hopes of finding the young man remain high, however, with the recent arrival of John G. Norrington, the new investigator with the department, who has made him has made finding Newman his personal mission. Norrington, a man whom I go to interview in person, or <laughs> I go to interview in person, a man whom I got to interview in person, exudes a positive energy, even in the midst of this family tragedy. I'm here to dedicate my life to this young man. My heart goes out to him. After which, he returned to his work, humming along to an ELO song on the radio. So, is this John G. Norrington a lich? <laughs> or like some kind of entity that was trapped on the first floor as some kind of a specter? Like tied to some book or even the catalog card itself until some someone went down there? and traded places with them or like sacrificed themselves or their essence to bring him back. Um, Answer is yes. I'm, I'm left. Yeah. I'm left a little confused. I was left a little bit confused yeah. at the end, but in like that kind of type of confused where like I'm intrigued. And so it was kind of more of a positive it was like it, it just, I was, I'm, I'm, I'd like to know more obviously, but I'm also really happy just wondering like what the hell like he is <laughs> and like, I, I like I like the air of mystery about this. That makes one of us. Um, I know. <laughs> well, y- you guys know me. Like I've always kind of like had that kind of uh, that opinion of things. Like I I like that. I like I like wondering after the fact. Like when when a when a movie or a story drops something like that, kind of uh, an ending, and it's just like like oh, what's happening here? <laughs> Meanwhile, you guys are like, what the fuck's happening here? God damn it! <laughs> but um. And then also it's it, it, interesting using the lyrics of Electric Light Orchestra throughout the story in the writing as the character is blasting the tunes through its headphones. Um, once I realized that that's what the lyrics were, <laughs> or that those were lyrics, um, it added to the scene in my mind because like I suddenly I had like a soundtrack <laughs> that was playing in my head while this was all going on. And having Norrington in the news article at the end, humming an ELO song just further links us as a reader to the fact that there is something sinister afoot here with John G. Norrington, the investigator. So, yeah, I, I really, I know I might be the only one here that, that enjoyed this, but I did actually really enjoy like the lyrics and like the, the, the inclusion of the lyrics and also like um, the, uh, the sort of, uh, kind of cliffhanger ending we get with like who is john g norrington and what did he do to tyler i kind of wish like we all know that it's the same one like jg norrington but i kind of wish when they're talking about the inspector at the end just said like inspector norrington came into town because that would be oh yeah yeah or even just john norrington but saying the g as well seems kind of like a stretch like Unless you specifically go by your initial, yeah, I I'll give you that. Like, I think they could have ex- they could have excluded the G or even the, just like the John G and just had like Inspector Norrington because that would have given you more than enough for like to insinuate him without being like too obvious and like too like rib like just too much like kind of like gut punching you the idea like eh, eh, stop punching me in the mm-hmm. gut. <laughs> and granted, it could be Steve Norrington or something completely unrelated, but. Yeah, but that's it just adds like that's that's part of the the allure of this kind of ending where it's just like 
what is it Noring? Is it the Norrington from the book? What's going on? Like, and then it, it, like it turns out it's yeah, so uh, John's brother, Steve, his brother went missing in this town years ago and he's come to investigate it as well. And that completely changes it around. Yeah, exactly. But that's fine because like it, yeah, not it opens way. up the, the ending. Yeah. It opens it up to be an open ending, like a, a much more open ended ending than how we got it, which I, I still like the way we have it, but yeah, like, I see your point. So uh, that was my actual thoughts. So Mikey, the East stands for evil. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to start talking about the JG Norrington. Um, the thing is, we don't know what the J stands for in regards to the book. Like it could be Josh, Jacob, J, Jason. It could be, like, could be a different person. Yeah. Yeah. So and so the ending for me did nothing because it could just be that the Norringtons live in Icker Falls and it he's a descendant. Oh like it's an extremely fair. common name, like last name. <laughs> yeah. Norrington is actually like one of the founders of Icker yeah. Falls. <laughs> That's fair, yeah. 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 That's fair. And then him singing along to a song that was popular at the time really doesn't solidify anything. And considering he was on the radio, he didn't choose to put it on. Yeah. True. Also, kind of weird that the, the news reporter would, would just le- would have that added in. Yeah. <laughs> to their news article. <laughs> not, not to poke holes at like again, I, I I'm I'm on the side of the story, but like to poke holes at it even further, it's like it's kind of weird. Yeah. As he walked away, he was singing the song while picking his nose, and then he farted as he turned around the corner. <laughs> it's like and the editor's like, "Yeah, Bill, we're not gonna. Um, maybe we shouldn't. Uh, maybe you should more, like trim some of that. Like that ending part's a little uh, doing a little bit of a disservice to the department, and uh, we don't want them hanging down our necks on that. So uh, if you could just remove yeah. that, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> yep. Yeah." Uh, so my next actual thought is uh, about the lyrics to Do You Want My Love or whatever the song actually is. I forget. I looked it up once. Um, Question. Did anyone have the song playing it, while they were reading the story? Uh, I know, but I vaguely remember. I, I vaguely recall the song because I actually used to listen to a lot of Electric Light Orchestra. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I listened to it before we started recording. Nice. So. nice. I did not. I was wow. going to, but then instead I didn't. Please continue. <laughs> <laughs> so we all, we ran again. Once again, we're running the gambit. That's what we do. Someone, someone listened to it before the record, like, like before we started recording, like after they read the story, uh, they read the story. Someone had previous knowledge about the song before even reading the story. And then, Someone was going to re- listen to the song, but yeah, didn't it's like I was going to click on it, but something was telling me like I should not do this <laughs> for balance purposes. <laughs> it's like I knew. Uh, Please continue. Yes. So, like I'm saying, I didn't really care for the italicized lyrics yes. in the story. Like, yeah. I-, I know they're there to sort of add a coincidence to the end to say that oh well he was listening to Elo when he disappeared and now this guy who is the investigator is listening to it like 
who has the same and, last name as the book that the Tyler was looking at, but the but no one else except for the reader will know about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then uh, my next note here is that when it came to the sort of the shadows and the things in the shadows, I was expecting ghosts. I mean, kinda. <laughs> not technically wrong. Yeah, it's very possible that that James or J.G. Norrington was some kind of a specter or shadow or a shade of him former self, and the book was actually his phylactery or his hex or it was what's that thing in Harry Potter the hex crux? Um, a horcrux. Yeah, the horcrux. Um, and it just re- <laughs> God damn it, <laughs> and and it just required um somebody to like look upon the pa- upon the pages to be ensnared by the uh the the transfer of life essence to bring him back but that's kind of all conjecture it's so. <laughs> probably possible that he was summoned through opening the book and it wasn't a body swap or anything it's just he was summoned and then all of a sudden there's a lich in front of him and the lich straight up fucking killed him or ate him or something well, yeah well that's yeah like it's like the the mummy like the mummy gets resurrected and then like he doesn't like swap bodies with the with all the people that opened up the read from the book he straight up siphons the life force out of those people and leaves them as a husk mm-hmm. so like somewhere in the musty darkness of the uh, of the darkest dungeon of the of the Icker Falls library there is like a a husk of a of a, of a teenage boy or of like a twenty something boy in the uh in the corner. <laughs> Seems on brand for Icker Falls. Yeah. Or suddenly there's a novel at the uh, at the in the basement there of My Life by Tyler Newman, autobiography. That there's now just a book down in the library for yeah, that. Yeah, that was actually <laughs> one way I thought it was gonna be. Like it would just say My Life by yeah. T. Newman. Yeah. By T yeah, by T. Newman. <laughs> the Newman. Mm-hmm. Newman. <laughs> Oh, that could have been that could have been who JG is. Uh, JG uh, Norrington's uh, first name could have been Jerry. It's like like Norrington goes back down to the base. And was like, "Hello, Newman. Hello, Jerry." Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Well, I know what my head headcanon for this is now. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Tyler Newman is played by Newman from Seinfeld, <laughs> and Norrington is, is Jerry Seinfeld. Wow. Oh uh, shit! <laughs> damn, <laughs> just damn. Well, if you were gonna do art, now you know what to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just have uh, the uh, uh, Norrington basically being have the shot from like inside the book as like um, as Newman opens it and Newman standing outside the book as if it's the door to the hallway. <laughs> What's the deal with the card catalog yeah. system? <laughs> Do it. De- What's the deal with Dewey Decibel System? <laughs> What's so Dewey about it? Yeah. <laughs> Who's Dewey? <laughs> God. Do uh, okay, so I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we have completely con- we've taken over Mikey's section with this. Uh, please, please continue, Mikey. Yeah, and anyway, the. Part of my problem with the shadows, like actually having any relevance, is that he's on the first floor. There's oil lanterns instead of electricity. 
So oil lanterns have flame, which flickers, which casts shadows. <laughs> yeah. Like. Oh, so you're mundaneifying this whole yeah. thing. Hell yeah. Yeah. Like, so if the shadows didn't get him, what did? <laughs> now I just, now I just, uh, sorry, I'm just envisioning it like, I'm sure dude, I'm here, bore me! Bore me? Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, you're mundaneifying, like, the supernatural element of the story. Oh, he died from literal boredom. <laughs> it was so boring <laughs> down there that he literally yeah. died from boredom. <laughs> No, no, I'm I'm saying that in regards to Mikey, like mundaneifying. Oh, I'm, mun- a story. I'm mundaneifying his death. With as okay, fair, him. yes, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it it seemed like a pretty boring gig, <laughs> like yes. <laughs> uh, wow. All right. So my next actual thought, and this is the spot where it really all falls apart for me. Okay. I have a few quotes. Uh, I was hired to do the dully repetitive job of transforming the card catalog into a computer database, another cog in New Elysium's convoluted plot to revitalize the tap. really early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I, I think I know, where, I think, I think I know okay. where he's going with this, but yeah, continue. Another quote. I say hypothetical because it wasn't my responsibility to check whether or not the book actually existed. That would be the fortunate job of some other low-paid grub. Most of my days involved nothing more than setting up my laptop in front of the teetering card catalog, cranking up the ELO, and getting to work. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And my last quote here... Baker Falls Sentinel, July fifteenth, nineteen eighty-seven. Yep. Oh. I I was I was curious about this myself, but I wanted to leave it for you because you're our tech guy. <laughs> I didn't even consider. Please continue, sir. Alright. So looking into history, there have been personal computers since nineteen seventy-seven. And laptops did exist in 1987 but it's highly unlikely that he would be using it for the purposes that he has which is digitizing the the catalog for the computer database because laptops back then had 20 megabit hard drives and a floppy disk drive Mm -hmm. and the 20 megabit hard drives basically housed the operating system, so you had to save data onto the floppy disk drive. Yep. And nowhere in the story does it mention floppy disks. I will be perfectly honest, until the newspaper clipping thing, I thought it was the early 2000s. (laughs) So, uh, it wasn't... And then I read that, I was like, oh, well... Yeah, I mean, this is some rich asshole kid. I'm sure he's got like he's got a laptop in the '80s. I, I know laptops were a thing in the '80s. <laughs> I, doesn't it though? No. Wow, there goes all of our um, our rich listeners. There goes all of our sponsors. No, <laughs> uh, but no. Um, 
like I, I knew there were laptops in the 80s, but I knew they weren't very common. And I knew they were like basically bricks or they were like yes. cinder blocks. They were cinder yes. blocks. That, that's my so, other point yeah. is that they were very large and heavy. So very yeah. ungangly to you. Yeah. Like this guy would have been better off going down to the basement and bringing up to a, a localized PC or like, or like computer that the, the library had installed uh, on the ground floor on, on the, on the, on the third floor to catalog all the cards and stuff like that rather than having a la- a laptop down into like the into a lamp ridden <laughs> basement mm-hmm. yeah yeah especially for but, the to- at least for the time period thing it's a little anachronistic yeah 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 so so the the technology doesn't fit <laughs> yeah um and i i tried looking up when uh libraries typically decide to start digitizing uh and what i found was 1995 fair now to counter that the new elysium group has for some reason uh was a corporation or group that decided to revitalize this sleepy uh sleepy west virginia town that was formerly a ghost town for almost 20 years so they for some uh, just playing devil's advocate here Perhaps they decided to they wanted to push uh, more technology into the into the the town, uh, a more progress into the town uh, by installing it like inst- basically being an outlier with the the library uh, digitizing. Uh, Make them ahead of the curve. Yeah, yeah, but even still, you wouldn't probably spend uh, like forty grand on a laptop. Yeah. You would probably buy a computer that was not a laptop that had more storage for the this database that yeah, it's probably like yeah, it would have been next to like where Mr. Pensworth was at the at the little island in the library on the on the third floor Wait, he doesn't call <laughs> it sorry, he does call it my laptop, I wonder if it's literally his or if it's just the laptop I mean, he's yeah, again for the job. Yeah. Sure. I mean, like I call my work, my work Mac is like, I, I consider uh, it's my Mac, at least for now. I see. Like, okay. But like, I, I yeah. So like, so I, that's how I mean, but that's, per, that's like, that's more of like a personal preference or opinion thing is like, if you did like, that naturally it's the, yourself, it's, the, it's entirely yeah. possible that Tyler would do that too. So I'll let that yeah. slide. Yeah. And most laptops on, at the time were glorified word processors. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm assuming oh. he's using some kind of like primitive like Excel software or something to like catalog all these books or something. Or maybe he is just using a Word document to make a list. <laughs> Which is the equivalent of opening up a Word pad and just typing. <laughs> oh god. Just typing in oh. <laughs> Yeah. Or, you know, perhaps the author of the story, not not to throw shade at them or anything like that, maybe they didn't pay too much attention to the fact that, like, they're setting this in the in the late 80s, but they're using, like, terminology and stuff like that for, like, the early 2000s. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And we could be wrong. I could be wrong on that, but it's just, like, that, like, maybe that, like, that's the excuse here, is that somebody didn't well, do their research. <laughs> yeah, that, and that's very likely it, is that they they didn't do the research for the technology of the time. 
Like even yeah. bumping it up ten years would make um, it more plausible, right? Yeah. Unless oh, <laughs> so many devil advocates here. There was a time warp. <laughs> there was a time warp. Ah. And so so Tyler went missing in, in, in the two thousands. But he's also been missing since the nineteen eight since nineteen eighty seven. I'm confused. <laughs> and yeah, no, uh, it fell, that falls apart really fast <laughs> into a, into a time paradox. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get time squatch on that. <laughs> time squatch. Yeah, I, I'm done. I'm done countering you, <laughs> Mikey. <laughs> like we're just sitting there quietly waiting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so that's the end of my actual thoughts. All right. Uh, gamer. Turn. Okay. So the title, it was just me, yep. but like when I read that the writer's name, because I thought it was a writer at the time, but it doesn't matter, um, of J.G. Norrington, it really made me think that there was like, this was all being dictated with like a really awesome British accent behind it all, just because it sounds fancy. My Life by J.G. Yes. Norrington. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> So did you like read this as as a British narrator? I did for the first couple head? paragraphs, then I got tired of doing that because I needed to get this done and get outside work, so I just continued as normal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. The library is one of the only eternally cool buildings in this town. Cut to an 80s commercial. The library's not just cool, it's ex- eternally cool. Supporting your local library isn't just smart, it's rad. Gamer, gamer, we're missing out on the perfect like joke pun thing are we, here. Are we cool eternal? <laughs> oh, in the Doom font. <laughs> yeah, cool eternal. I am going. I am going has... Photoshop Please. that together. I will do that. Please do and post it on tw- post it on Twitter. Please, I implore you. Jeez. <laughs> I'm sorry, just like you, you brought up, it's like, is it totally cool? I was like, like Doom Eternal? <laughs> like Cool Eternal? What about Cool 2016? Uh, I mean, that's pretty good. <laughs> I don't mind it. Yeah. Or how about Cool 3? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> or Cool Hell on Earth? Wow. That's absolutely uh, Okay, ridiculous. I'll shut up. I'm sorry. My favorite yeah. probably. Cool I'm sorry. I'm really very grace. Or or final. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool sixty four. Final was cool was pretty cool too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Sorry, I'm being. I'm being. A, we're being exceptionally <laughs> critically silly today. Yeah. We have hit, <laughs> we have critical mass on yeah. silliness today. <laughs> but that's fine. That's why we're here. Yep. So moving on. Mm-hmm. I was hired to do the belly repetitive job of transforming the card catalog into a computer database. Is Nair a wizard of some kind? I called him Nair at this point because I didn't know. Um, Because that's going to be very difficult. (laughs) Physically turning cardboard and wood into metal and circuitry into a computer? I mean, as long as he's got a philosopher's stone, he's fine. He just transmutes wood and cardboard to circuits and to silicon and uh, and, and, metal. Yeah, he can do that. I'm, I'm sure he can. He's a kid. All kids can do that. Yeah. He's a whiz oh, kid. Yeah. Or is it like the watch where he like summons a little imp or something and puts him in a box with a Rolodex with all the information? Mm. Yep. Yep. So we're going we're going to some like um high like some weird like arcane tech or like magic tech. Mm-hmm. 
moving on. On the first day that I was supposed to head down, Mr. Pennysworth, Pensworth, sorry, uh, simply handed me a flashlight and Horsey said, best of luck, which after which he withdrew to the main deck. With each step, I kicked up thick clouds of dust, blah, 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 blah. So isn't this a public library? Like, this part is giving the vibes of you don't want to go down to the first floor. But how would this be possible if the library is open to the public? The third floor is open to the public. They, they, the staff only down to the basement. Like, it's like, I mean, most libraries, like, they don't let, they don't let just anybody go down to the archive room in the basement. Or into the archive area of the basement. I, I guess, yeah. Yeah, there are there are sections of a public library that are kind of kept out of, uh, kept off reach or out of bounds for like the public and like also only like staff or people that are working at the library can this go. Shows to. how often I go to the library, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you even have a library card anymore, gamer? Hell no. You should because like the new library in town is actually like really nice. Yeah, it's rad. <laughs> yeah, it's it's super irradiated. <laughs> It's got three dungeons. <laughs> but yeah, with how potentially fucked up things are down there and layers of dust because no one goes down there and Pensworth saying best of luck so he knows shit like there's something down there. Oh, 100%. Pensworth, is, if like that's first off that name. <laughs> but secondly, Pensworth is d- uh, definitely one of the old guard, like maintaining the weirdness and secrets of Iker Falls. He's not doing a good job then, because he sends a kid down there to do it for him. But yeah, but I mean the kid, the kid did, did disappear, and like they uh, they can't find him. I mean that's 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 fine. <laughs> yeah, that's operational security, right? Yeah, yeah. But it kind of feels like there there should be a locked gate in front of the stairs to the the first floor, seeing how unused it is and how potentially uh, missing kidness. <laughs> it is down there. Well, again, like the the kid is working at the at the library, so like he has privilege to go down to the library. But I see what you mean. Like there should be. It, it would have been nice to have like a like a like uh, Mr. Pensworth had to like fumble through the the key ring to find the right key to open the locked like padlocked uh, entryway down to the to the third floor. Because yeah, if it's just an open staircase, yeah. Do they have a guard Anybody standing could. there? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, there should have been some kind of a barrier that had to be opened to let Tyler down mm-hmm. and into. Yeah. Indeed. Then, in regards to the music, I don't get why he doesn't turn the music off ever. Like, during all the weirdness that's going on, that he is physically seeing all this weird shit going on. Maybe he's not thinking about it and all that, and that's why the music's still going. But it still seems kind of weird. Like, especially with all the Fair. unseen mm-hmm. creatures around him, he can't hear anything. Be seeing all this weird stuff out of his corner of his eye, wouldn't you kind of like pull your headphones at least down to your your neck so you could hear if there's something coming up to murder you? I legitimately want to counter you as being too genre savvy, but I I do the I've done like I've had this situation where like I've seen something out the corner of my eye or I've I've heard something that's not on the track I'm blaring in my in my through my ears. And I've taken off my headset for like at least a couple of minutes um, or turned down the volume to have a look and that's at what's going on. You see the constantly repeating yeah. guard and stuff flying off the table by magical means. Yeah. Yeah. 
So like I want to counter you, but like yeah, I, yeah. This is this music going the whole time. Fine, but at least pull it down so he, you can see that Tyler's at least somewhat concerned about his own safety. Guys, here's a question: Is Tyler, and as a result, George, his dad, and the new Elysium group, are they all just from Derpland? I mean, like, do they like like the like Tyler being from Derpland, but like also is the new Elysium group from Derpland? I mean. They came to this fucking isolated, mischoked ghost town that's been empty for 20 years to try and revitalize the bones of this dead town <laughs> in the middle of West Virginia. <laughs> like, they're either from Derplin or they're Volus looking for profit, because. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now I have the idea for purporting Icker Falls to Mass Effect <laughs> as a colony. <laughs> <laughs> a Volus Corporation uh, wants to try and revitalize this this ghost town of a of a of a colony that's on a planet in the in the in the far recesses of some cluster. Yep. Uh, only to find out that there's some kind of reaper <laughs> slumbering beneath it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'll I'll write that down. I'll go on the list of games to run. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I like how these things just go that way. Like, there's nothing in my notes here about <laughs> potentially a reaper slumbering underneath a town that's re- uh, been revitalized by Volus. But it somehow got there. <laughs> it's honestly, it's the magic of discussion. Yeah. Of, of conversation and, like, talking with your friends and shooting the shit about a about a story that we all read. Mm. Like, that's what I love. That's what I, what I love about our show is, like, this, this, like, Imp- this kind of like spontaneous natural improv that we have. Yes, for sure. <laughs> it is good time. Yeah. But enough self-reflection. Continue on. Okay. So yeah, uh, my last one is just in regards to the ending where I was I'm kind of agreeing with you where I didn't really get it from the get-go and it's dubious whether or not I still get it because it's mm-hmm. very open-ended. But like, like you said before, did the book literally swap with him so now it, the book says my life by t newman yeah. how did how did the swap work did it like did the souls transfer like tyler's went into the book yeah. and uh john's went into him but as soon as it goes into it, him, just it cons- also yeah. ages up his body so now he's an adult like the same body yeah that's why they can't find his body anywhere because he is tyler's oh. body so it's like the Lovecraft story, uh, the the case of Charles Dexter Ward, where it basically I think I'm pretty sure in in the case of Charles Dexter Ward, it like there's a, either it's a it's a body swap, or like there's something going on with like there's a switch and the character starts like acting strange, and doesn't and and I think like their minds have been have been altered or been changed like shifted over or something like that. Um. Also, I right now I'm furiously typing. What is Newman's first name in inside? Hell? <laughs> he has no first name. He is only Newman. Hey God, did he not actually have a fucking first name? He really doesn't. Hey God, what? It's yeah. Newman. Newman. Yeah, it's just it's just Newman is a recurring character and antagonist in the TV show Seinfeld. Huh? Wow. Well, now I'm derailed. Okay. I need to look this up. <laughs> Newman doesn't have a first name. 
Well, huh. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut it off, like, like, like derail you this bad, but it's just like, I really wanted to know if, 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 like, just by happenstance, Newman's, like, first name in the, in Seinfeld is, starts with a T. Apparently, there's a, a speculation that his first name is Norman. So it'd be Norman Newman. Okay, Norman Mainly Newman. because, um, okay. in the episode, The Bottle Deposit Part 2, Season 7, Episode 2, the farmer's daughter shouts, Goodbye, Norman! But that was actually the actress, actress's mistake. She mistook Norm, uh, Newman for Norman. Oh, okay. But yeah. Damn. Wow. Okay, I can continue the story now. <laughs> yeah, I apologize. It's fine. That's derailment. We, we have so many fines been... from the tangent police. It doesn't even matter at this point. Hey, <laughs> my my door's barricaded. I'm yeah. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never take me alive. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I do wonder what the hell actually went down there, which I guess, as we talked about before, is kind of the point, because it could be this, that, or yeah. the other, and it's open to your imagination to to think what it is. Yeah. Then, um, in regards to the payoff with yeah. the music, I was expecting a payoff of some kind, considering the music was there at all, because it didn't mm-hmm. technically need to be there. Um, and I suppose there's a bit of a payoff, but it, it kind of left me with more questions than answers. because. JG okay. Norrington is like also humming. So is he are yeah, they so trying to say he is Tyler now, basically? Or uh, no, what I think is happening is like the reason why he's um he's humming that song is because he was there and it uh when he uh, when he okay, like that is the same Norrington that grabbed uh Tyler when ELO was blaring through headphones. So like that's I think what it's trying to get at is like he like that's the connection is that he's humming ELO because it was the last thing that he uh last thing that he heard as he consumed Tyler <laughs> um to gain to gain enough strength to revitalize or whatever. I guess. So it's now like kind of like a it's it's sort of like you never you know you always remember your first, right? <laughs> it's like so it's like it's like <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. But long story short, yeah. I kind of wish the music was left just as background music. Like weird shit happens, he oh, pulls fair. the headphones down or shuts them <sighs> off, and then all of a sudden we can hear the shadow whispering things to him in the darkness or just hearing its movement oh. around. It completely changes the tone if there isn't constant music because it can actually get oh. dark and spooky. Wait, wait. What if like so like Newman is listening to to ELO on his headset and like he takes the headset off so he the music can be heard in the chamber like that he's in uh, as he's looking around to see the, the darkness. And then after he's like satisfied, he puts them back on. And then when he, uh, he takes his headset off to go looking for the book or he turns it down and the creature, the, the shadow, the shade or whatever it is that Norrington is and the, 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 that supernatural entity or whatever it is in the, in the darkness that grabs him at the end, it starts, he's, um, Newman starts hearing words in the darkness, like luring him out into the darkness, that are lyrics from the song he's listening it to. Starts predatoring it's him. Mi- exactly, it's mimicking the the music, and then so that it it adds even further to like why John G. Norrington was was humming that uh, the tune at the end. It like further adds on to that, like the connection between like ELO, like why why ELO is there and like why it has a connection here. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Basically, some connection would have been better than a shaky one, in my opinion. 
Okay. <laughs> but that is the end of my notes. All right. And I suppose we'll move on to final thoughts. Finally. No. <laughs> um, I'm going to still recommend it. Uh, the story's flawed. I, I'm not going to like say it's a perfect story. Nothing is. Um, and like I, I had, I had a lot of fun poking holes at it <laughs> while while doing this discussion with you guys, but I still fucking like it. <laughs> so, fuck all y'all. I love it. <laughs> uh, I recommend. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I really, I enjoyed the read. I liked the horror elements that I saw in the story and the, the ELO, uh, the ELO connection at the end was enough for me. It wasn't as shaky as it was like to me as it was for you guys. So, uh, yeah, I will recommend it. So, Mikey, these deads for evil. Yeah. Um, well, the the biggest thing here is the technology, uh, being old and outdated, yet somehow being really easy to use, and specifically for cataloging the. Um, the hard catalog into the da- uh, database um, using a laptop. And then, so if we take that out and bring it up a few years, then I don't have that problem. Yeah. It, it, like this, And honestly, it could have been like two, early 2000s and nothing of the story needed to change. Like it could have been the Icker Falls, what, what's the newspaper it said? The, the Icker Falls Sentinel. Mm-hmm. Um and nothing would have changed. Yeah, changing the year doesn't change anything in the story aside from making it more plausible. Yeah. Cuz yeah. again, like you see that in in Americana now like nowadays, like or you see that in America uh in in literature and in fiction and some of that and even in the real world now, like towns and stuff like that like have like small isolated towns have a harder time kind of acclimating to the more modern progress. So yeah, uh, the only thing that really falls apart by increasing the year mm-hmm. is the fact that the first floor doesn't have power. I think it would still be a lot. It'd still be possible that that like if the town is shitty enough <laughs> or is like kind <laughs> of like um like still in the dumps and stuff like that, and still having a hard time like getting on its feet and like revitalizing like the it would still like it would still take like they may they may not consider it a high priority to to get to put power down especially there. if there's like thick layers of dust cuz no one ever bothers using it yeah exactly yeah but the elysium group should clearly be helping out with modernizing and things they finally got there they're finally <laughs> like starting to revitalize but it's taking time i feel like they would add power to the entire building before going ahead and adding stuff to a database. I, I suppose. <laughs> like, and also maybe indoor plumbing might be a good idea too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's there's pl- indoor plumbing. There isn't. I assume. Yeah. Did he have to? Did, well, did he ever have to go outside it, and use the outhouse? Well, but thinking about it, there's no power. On the main or the first oh, floor, which means that the likelihood of them not having indoor plumbing is also yeah, high. I see what you're saying. I suppose. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just the some of the stuff that's there just needs better explanations, and 
if brought up to the 2000s. Okay. Um, and even where it is now, like, if they're going this technology route, explain that it's he has to keep filling floppy disks. So he's categorizing, digitizing it, but instead of cards, he's got a stack of floppy disks. Yeah, and each one would be yeah. like a different letter for the, the first letter of the book, right? Yeah. Depending on how many you could actually get on one floppy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and as I stated before, the whole, the detective coming the Elo song that's on the radio is a very, very, very loose connection in my mind. You got one bar. And clearly you're not a fan <laughs> of ELO. No, <laughs> and then like like I said before, uh Mr. Norrington could be just a, from a family of Norringtons and they have a tradition of naming all their sons J.G. Norrington. Esquire the third. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Fair. It, it's super mundaneifying everything, but that's the way it unfortunately is. So I still do not recommend this if you're looking for creep factor. All right. Fair enough. And gamer. So, as I said before, the music aspect of it didn't sit super well with me, both visually and the grammar, with how it blends into the narration multiple times, where I had to reread it and be like, no, okay, that's lyrics. Um, and in the lore of how he's listening to music blurring in his ears while all this weird sh- stuff's going on, it kind of wrecks the mood for me. As Mikey said, the, the creep factor isn't there because of the loud music just kind of blaring and covering it up. Uh, the concept is cool, though. Uh, a book that seems to swap and mix people together or whatever it is that happens, I don't know, is cool. It's eternally cool. But uh, <laughs> um, Cool eternal. Yes. Uh, and seeing that in the end explains why the Shadow why the shadow Being is trying so hard to show Tyler the book he wants. Because when he's like looking around and throwing the cards all over the place, it's like, what the hell is he doing this for? But after you see why it kind of all clicks, like he wants him to open that book specifically. And the reason that that card was so very meticulously drawn was probably because the shadow creature grabbed a pen and very carefully drew the name of it. So it's the only one that's very clear. So if he had to find one, it'll be that. Yeah. Which I think is pretty cool. Um, And then at the end, with um, uh, with John G. Norrington showing up, it's making me wondering if he's actually going to try to figure out how to end this cycle or something. Like he understands what's what's going on, and he's back to actually break the curse somehow or whatever. Or if he just kind of said that to that to the press to cover up everything, and he's just going to go back to a normal life and forget about it. Honestly, I think I I figured it was just sort of a um, uh, like he's just covering. It. I was like, yes, I'm very dedicated to this. In fact, I dedicate my life to Tyler Newman. Yeah, like but and like kind of like <laughs> cut to twenty minutes later, he's sitting on the couch playing Cool Eternal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 
Yeah. Like, Larry's like, it's like, I dedicate my life to, to T. Norrington because he's, you know, in the book now called My Life. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that is a cool. Like, yeah. I, I, I definitely, I, I definitely took it the more sinister route of like, he's just kind of placating the masses about this mystery of this tragedy. Mm. Indeed. But that being said, I, I did enjoy the read. And I like the concept behind it. The only real thing that bugged me was the fact that the music is covering everything up. So that's why I said partial, but the more I'm thinking about it, it is a really cool concept to see how it's going to go and like what actually happened. And if John G. Norrington is the same one that was in the book, or if even if he isn't, regardless, if that guy is actually going to be investigating this and he has knowledge on this, it opens it up for a potential sequel. And I like that aspect of it. Yeah. If mm-hmm. it goes that way, even if it doesn't, it's it's still cool to have that open. Yeah. So I'm still gonna say partial, but still very high partial, only because the music wrecked the spook for me. Because it could have been a good switch to be like everything's fine and normal, and then boom, the music's off. He's in this dark uh basement, black, you can barely see anything. And it's like super quiet, but there's like these weird noises that he's seeing where there's shadows moving. There's a lot of potential for extra spook. Sorry, there's a lot of potential for spook in general because there isn't too much spook there uh, to begin with. So it has a very high potential. That's why I say very high partial recommendation. Man, that was a roller coaster for me for like the last like five minutes. <laughs> you're like, you're like. So I was gonna give it a partial recommendation, but then the music like really kind of bugged me. And so I was like, oh, he's gonna do like a low partial recommendation or not even recommend it at all. And then you're like, but. Like and then you started like giving it like a bunch of highlights. It's like, is he gonna is he just gonna give it like a full recommendation? <laughs> and then it's like, so I'm gonna give it like a partial recommendation still, but like on the high end. It's like, oh, oh, my heart. <laughs> Leave you hanging for five minutes straight. What the hell? Like shit. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, no. Uh, no, it's fine. Uh so yeah, at the end of the day, uh one recommendation, one non-recommendation, and then one high partial recommendation. Mm-hmm. Because I have to be complicated. Yes. Well, I mean, that's the human condition. If you put a gun to my head, I would say recommended. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna just gonna take a five, 15 minute break while I walk over to your house. Uh, please don't. <laughs> <to say. laughs> no. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah. If you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment comment section below where this gets posted. Whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr, uh, we're all on Twitter. Mikey is at the East Ends for Evil. The Gamer in Yellow is at the Gamer in Yellow, but without that W at the end, because his name is very long. Yeah. Really just needs to be switched down to Wishy Washy. Yeah, I could, but I won't. <laughs> um, and I'm at Review Cultist. If you'd like to help, or if you'd like to send us emails, you can go to aldente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A L D E N T E R I G A M O R T I S at gmail.com. Where you also leave us suggestions for other creep bustas, potential Icker Fall stories, if you can find one that we haven't done already. Spooky things, SCPs, you creep it, we'll peep it. Yeah. And if you'd like to help support our show financially, you can go to Patreon, select the back of tier you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with special episodes, early access, extra content. To our patrons that are helping support the show, thank you guys immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And as always, we very much appreciate that. And to our listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you immensely. Because without your listenership, it would be like screaming into the darkness of a deep dark cellar of a of a library (laughs) 
uh, where we are, where we find a book and then are transferred over, are, are consumed by what by the by the same darkness, um, and someone is now walking, uh, walking and living our life out on the surface. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't write these stories <laughs> about such horrors and and weirdness and creepy, we really wouldn't have much of a show because we'd have nothing to talk about. So thank you. Until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And this has been Al Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well. <laughs>